Ketavach, everybody. So you know, it's uh, Shavas Nachmu. It's Matzah Shavas Nachmu. So I'll tell you, Maisa, you know, the, the, the way of, of early tzaddikim, I can't say every single tzaddik was like this, but there were certain, certainly some that did this, that they would what's called prav galas. They would leave their hometown, a place that everyone knew them, uh, especially when they were younger and less famous, they could get away with this, and they would go into galas. They would travel from shtetl to shtetl, usually pretending to be ignorant, simple peasants. Um, and they would do this for a number of reasons. I mean, on a simple level, one reason would be to sort of like prepare them to become leaders, that they should be able to feel what it was like to be a simple Jew. There was other mystical reasons as well to connect themselves to the gullus of the Shechina. But the Maisa goes that there was one big tzaddik that did this in his younger years, Remendel from Vizhnitz, the future Tzemach Tzaddik. The, he was the son-in-law of the originer. This is a great tzaddik in his own right. But when he was younger, he went into Gullus. So he left his, uh, his hometown, and he just went from town to town, city to city, for a long time, a couple of years, and just uh, like a peasant, like a schlepper. And so the story goes that there was one particular town that he went to, and everyone in the town, when they noticed him walking by, they would turn their heads. Again, he, he went in such a way that made him look like unkept and uh, simple and, and poor and so on. And there was only one person in the whole town that, that not only took notice of him, but actually was, spoke kind words to him. And that was a little girl, a little girl by the name of Rivkala. So, you know, I wouldn't recommend this nowadays, obviously, but it was a different time. His, her parents told her that we're not interested in having this uh, schlepper come in our home, but if you want to uh, be nice to him and have, do the mitzvah of then you can do that in the front yard. And so that's what she would do. She would always, you know, she, got to, she befriended him, she would call him Mendela, and he called her Rifkala. And whenever he came to that particular town, they would always meet each other in front of her house. And she was a little girl at the time. And what she would do is she would play with him. So she would bring out her, her toy table, her little toy chair, some, you know, a toy tea set. And they would, uh, she would pour him tea. And that's, that was the minute that they had every once in a while when he traveled through that town. Now, in the, in the, during the time that he would visit, so she, got, she would ask him questions, where are you from, and so on. And eventually she got out of him that he is the great Mendel of the future Tzemach Tzadik. And uh, she was obviously a sensitive neshama. And even at a young age, she was able to tell that this is not a simple person. And she would always tell her parents that, you know, that Mendel that, that comes every once in a while, he's really a big tzaddik. But they would say, nah, he's just a schlepper. Don't be tricked by that. He's, uh, he's nobody. We don't want him in our house. Again, if you play with him with your tea set, it's gesund to hate. But don't fall for those things. He's not a big tzaddik. Anyway, fine. Years go by. And he frequents, again, every once in a while. And at some point, the last time he's there, he knows that he's going to end his, uh, his sojourning, his, his time of Golas. And he says, you know, Rivkala, I'm probably not going to come back for a very long time. But you should know, I promise I'll always remember you. And the kindness that you showed to me by playing with me and giving you, give me some of your tea, and so on. So Rivka says, you sure you're going to remember me? And Remendel says, 100% I'm going to remember you, Rivka. Fine, fine. Years go by. Years go by. Little Rivka grows up to be of marriageable age. And Rachmanel's son, unfortunately, she grows up as a cripple. She's not able to walk. She gets sick at some point, and she loses her ability to walk. Not only is that a tsar by itself, but it's also causing inyanim and problems with shaduchim. It's a big tsar. Now she keeps on telling her parents that 
you know, a few miles away, you have the Tzemach Tzadik, Remendel Vizhnitz. That's the Mendel. That, I know, that's the Mendel that used to come here. He told me his name, where he's coming from, and that, that's him. And they always told Rivkala, those were dreams when you were a little kid. It's for sure not him. It can't be. But she's like, no, I'm telling you, we should go to him, get a bracha. For sure he's going to remember me. So they figured to themselves, listen, it's not a bad thing to get a bracha anyway. So they make the trip. They ate Rahman and Nebuch. She, you know, in those days they didn't have proper wheelchairs either. So they, she's on a chair, they pick her up on a wagon, and they schlep to, uh, to the city of Vizhnitz. And meanwhile, while they're traveling there, again, no one, they, don't, they don't send message in advance that they're coming. They're a regular family. But, uh, but the tzaddik, the tzemach tzaddik, he senses with his Ruch HaKadosh that they're coming. And so that whole Shabbos that you know, they were going to come, Matzi Shabbos, that whole Shabbos, the, the Rebbe's running in and out and constantly looking at the window, looking at the door, almost uh, sensing something coming. Comes Matzi Shabbos, so the, the, the tzaddik goes to the Gabbai and makes a very strange request. He says, I want you to find, go somewhere in the town, I want you to find for me a toy table and some toy chairs and a toy tea set. And I want you to bring it, put it in the little base measures. Okay? Even once Chesidish Rebbe's, that's a strange request. So that's what, they, that's what the Gabbai does. Eventually he finds a toy tea set and a, you know, a little table and chairs, and he presents it to the Rebbe. It's like, oh, Gavaldik, okay? He puts it in the middle of Bima. An hour or two later, all of a sudden, you know, again, it's the base manager, the Chesidim, they're learning, Mo of Malk, and so on. All of a sudden, the base manager opens, and this couple, husband and wife, are there with Nebuch, their daughter, that's in a, that's in a wheelchair. And so the Rebbe, the Rebbe looks, and the Rebbe says, Rivkala. And Rivka's like, ah, Mendela. And all the Chassidim are shocked by that. You know, an 18-year-old girl, whatever, calling Tzadik Yisraelah Mendela. So, so they, 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 they bring her to, uh, to the Vais Medrash, to the Rebbe. And the Tzadik says, Rivka, do you remember? Do you remember when I was young and years ago and you were young and, and I would come to your town and you were the only one that paid attention to me, you were the only one that took me in? Rivka's like, I know, I know. And Rivka, do you remember that when I left, I told you that I would remember you? She's like, yes, I remember. So see, I remember you. And so the parents are there, and they're shocked by this whole thing, that Takashi's right, it was none other than the Tzemach Tzadik. And so, and so, so the Tzadik says, so Rivka, what, what do you want now? And so the parents say, and they're all crying, they say, Rebbe, you know, she can't walk, we need a bracha, and health, we need a bracha. And so the Tzadik says, Rivka, I have this table and chair here with a, with, a, with a toy tea set. Remember when we were young. So maybe just like in those days, I'm going to sit down on the chair and you could come and, and pour me some tea. And everyone's crying. She can't get up. She can't get up. She's on the other side. And, and he's telling her to get up and to go to the tea set to pour him some tea. And she's like, Rev, I can't. And she's like, yes, you can. I can't. Yes, you can. And so she pushes herself. She gets up slowly but surely, wobbly. Nace Nigla, open miracle. She's able to stand and she pours in the tea. No, the Jewish people are like Rivkala. The Rabbanu Shalom is going through this world. No one knows him. No one recognizes him. Esav, you want the Tyra? Not interested. Yishmael, you want the Tyra? Not interested. There's only one little people that are willing to recognize that there's something special with that Mendela. It's not a, he's not just a regular schlepper. And that's the Jewish people. We're the Rivkala of the, of the Rabbanu Shalom. And and just like the tzaddik was able to do an open miracle like that and pick Rivkala up from, you know, give her the strength to stand on her own two feet by reminding her and reminding the Rabbana Shalom of that kindness that she did as a child of believing in Mendel when no one else did. So to the Rabbana Shalom, 
should remember the kindness that our ancestors did to him and that we continue to do to him, that we recognize him and we bring him in. Maybe, maybe, maybe the most, most we can do is pour some pretend tea. It might be the most we can do right now, but at least we do that as a way of recognizing we believe in you when no one else does. And with that alone, the Rabbana Shalom should have, should be enough schos, the Rabbana Shalom should pick Rivkula from, from, you know, give her the strength to stand up, give the Jewish people the strength to stand up, return to Eretz Yisrael, Babi Eskol Tzadik, Meher Amen.